Your Steve Jones Show podcast will start shortly. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Brewers Outlet, your beverage supermarket on Reagan Street in Sunbury. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Imports, domestics, microbrews, best selection of beer anywhere. Wine coolers, water, soft drinks, snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. And the pickle bar, led by the barrels and the dills, indeed second to none. All at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. And we are in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. Ford Lincoln Kia Hyundai, great new inventory, fabulous pre-owned inventory. And it's all at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. All right, time now for our play-by-play call of the day. Going for a milestone here, Kevin Harlan by LeBron James. Yeah, he's only becoming one of three, but we know that he's not pacing anybody, but he is getting a certain number, which is pretty stunning. You think of that? 35,000 points. Yep, only the third ever to do it. Uh, And LeBron James did it last night. Kevin Harlan, Reggie Miller on TNT. All right, Thon is this weekend. The largest student-run philanthropy in the world. Last year raised over $11 million. I think, I believe in the lifetime of it, they've raised $168 million for the Four Diamonds Fund at the Hershey Medical Center for the kids. Several former Penn State athletes have been lending their names and their voices to help out. We heard from Mike Kosicki yesterday. Chris Hogan, former New England Patriot. Uh, is also somebody else that has thrown his support behind it. And also Amani Oruere of the Detroit Lions. Amani, welcome. It's great to have you back with us. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. Appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate you very much. Thanks so much for doing this. Uh, Thon weekend. It's a special weekend. Uh, You obviously participated every chance you had. What was so what was so meaningful to you about about these weekends? Yeah, I mean, I just felt like, you know, coming into Penn State, uh, I mean, being a kid from Florida, never knew m- much about Thon, uh, you know, or anything that is, uh, you know, supports him. You know, coming to Penn State, it just was so eye-opening seeing how passionate, um, you know, the Penn State community was and still is about this event um, and, you know what how how just impactful it can be on a community and families individual families um it's just it was just eye opening to me and so i'm i mean i'm a huge supporter of fine and you know love everything about it and that'll be coming up this weekend be done obviously in a different way uh as we know what's the transition been like to the nfl i mean you go from obviously you know the great experience you had here to now going to what is a business what's it been like 
Uh, it's been great. Um, it's been a lot of learning, man. Um, a lot different than college. Uh, you know, college, you kind of, you know, are with those guys, live with those guys, um, and, you know, do everything together. Um, it's a little different in NFL. It's very, you know, like you said, it's a business. Um, you got to come to work every day. No one's going to tell you to get your uh, your work done. You got to do it yourself. Um, and you got to be, you know, present yourself as a professional. And um, But it's been great, man. I've had a lot of, you know, um, veterans above me help support me and you know other guys from Penn State came out, came out the same year as me going through the same stuff so we talk about stuff so it's been a great transition man and um, I'm fortunate Penn State prepared me for it. How long did it take for you to adjust to the speed of the league and, and how they play the game what kind of adjustment was that? Yeah, I, w- I definitely would say um, you know, having OTAs and you know, preseason games coming in definitely helped um, try to speed that process up, but just game experience, man, just getting out there, throwing me out there, and um, being able to just learn from every rep, watching film and practice, uh, just watching the guys, um, you know, in my position group, the older guys perform and how they come to work, and just learning, man, just learning every day. I'm learning something new, so um, it's been great. You mentioned how Penn State prepared you for this. Specifically, what are a couple of areas where you sat back and said, you know what, thank goodness I went to Penn State because it's allowed me to be ready to do something on this level? Yeah, I mean, just, um, you know, I would say specifically just, I guess with our football program, I would just say, uh, you know, just our values, our, uh, yeah. you know, how we have our core values and everything like that. Um, that definitely stayed with me going into the NFL and prepared me um, to have those no matter where I'm in. I mean, those those values hold true in, in your family, in your life, and, you know, your career, everything. So just being able to wake up every day, be thankful, uh, be grateful, have gratitude, and just uh, things like that. But other than that, just the, just the culture, um, just the um, supportive culture Penn State has, um, just being able to support the guys around me, even with the Lions. Um, just it's so many different things that Penn State – gave me that I take with me to the league it's just um, it's helped me so much what was it like watching Cabinda play fullback <laughs> oh man that's that was different uh I'm only known him to be a linebacker but uh right. yeah when he when he told me he he got the the fullback job and uh, he's gonna mm-hmm. be out there on offense I was excited for him man because I, I mean if I was gonna pick anybody in our class to, for that to happen, it would be Jason. Yeah, I he's, agree. he's made a great transition. I agree with that. And then, you know what? He's a, he actually is a good NFL fullback. He's actually a good player over there. Exactly. Uh, so I'm driving to the airport from Ann Arbor. I'm driving to the Detroit airport from Ann Arbor. I just had done the Penn State-Michigan game. And yep. listening to the radio, and the news was not about the Penn State-Michigan game. It was about the fact that the coach and general manager, Matt Patricia and the GM, we're out of jobs. Well, Dan yeah. Campbell's now the head coach. And Aaron Glenn's now the defensive coordinator. And Aubrey Pleasant's now the defensive backfield coach and pass game coordinator. Any contact with them so far? I don't know what you're allowed to do and what you're not allowed to do. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely, uh, you know, talked to those guys. Um, got a chance to talk to them and, you know, congratulate them on getting the job. Um, and just, you know, kind of just, talk to them, pick their brain a little bit about how, you know, how they got to where they are and, you know, what their their coaching styles are like and, you know, things like that. I'm just eager to get get my uh, get into the facility and be able to, you know, get with those guys because, I mean, they just know so much. They coach some great secondaries. 
um, in the Saints and the Rams last year. I mean, two top secondaries. Um, and it's just being able to be coached by those guys, I know it's only going to make me a better player. So I'm just, I mean, I'm eager, eager to get going. But definitely great guys. I've met them so far, and everything's been good. And a former Nittany line, by the way, Danton Lynn, his dad now, Anthony, is your uh, offensive coordinator now. So okay. got a little, little, little Penn State slice on the coaching staff. There right, right. Exactly. So uh, what's the, uh, what are you allowed to do right now in the off season, And especially with COVID, what are you allowed to do? As far as? Working out, getting ready, doing anything. And what kind of plan is, is there in place for any of this? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, kind of when off-season hits, especially, um, I guess, with a transition to coaching staff, um, definitely a lot of rules and things you're not allowed to do. So, But most individually, I mean, I just kind of, you know, took the time, or like right after season, just to be able to go see some family, you know, kind of just debrief and uh, relax, go on a little vacation, just kind of just, you know, take take get back a little bit. And now – um, transition, transitioning into March soon, um, starting to pick up the training, um, get back into it, really start, you know, get back in the weight room and um, get take care of our body, stuff like that. So um, that's where I'm at right now. Um, who knows what's going to happen with COVID as far as OTAs, um, but um, just preparing, just making sure I, I get better every day and just prepare for the season coming up in August. What was your reaction when you found out about the Matthew Stafford Jared Goff trade? Uh, I mean, first thing I could, first feeling I had was just, I'm just happy for him, man. Uh, staff is just a, a great player, but I mean, even better person. Um, you know, just comes to work every day, doesn't complain, makes everyone around him better, um, and has played through so much. I mean, injuries, whatever it is, he just doesn't, he doesn't say anything. He just comes to work, and uh, you know, he's 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 done his time. Um, he did it the right way, and I'm happy for him. I want him to go out there and. You know, win some games and do his thing. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy for him. Is there? I mean, I realize everybody's competing for jobs, but has there been an older player that, when you came in, actually in some ways took you under his wing, in some ways, and you know, kind of you know helped you along with some of the ropes as to how things work on this level? Yeah, man. I mean, I've, I had, I've had a bunch of over the past years, a bulk of guys that I could say that helped me in different ways. Um, you know, obviously Darius Slay, you know, coming in, being able to play yeah. behind him, get some get some tips from him, other guys on that team, Tavon, um, Sean Melvin, just a lot of older older guys. Um, this year, you know, had Deron Harmon, um, you know, uh, Desmond Trufant, like guys like that, just great, great players in this league, um, being able to pick their brain and uh, learn the study habits and everything from them. So it's been great. Well, what's going to happen is you're going to start doing that for others because you're starting to establish yourself in this league. Uh, finally, Amani, uh, back to the original point, and that is about Thon. I know you're you're strongly encouraging everybody uh, to help out wherever they can for such a great cause. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the biggest thing right now um, with with it being virtual and not being actually being able to actually be in the Bryce Jordan Center. Um, I think it's just it's just critical just um, spreading awareness, um, just keep spreading awareness about the cause, about the event, um, letting people know because it's, it's just a great event that's going on. I mean, have um, raised over 168 million dollars. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's it's amazing, and um, I just want more people to know about it. So I think the biggest thing we can do, especially guys, um, 
you know, playing in NFL and whoever had that bigger platform, be able to just spread the word and be able to just, you know, kind of show that support and let everyone know what's going on. You're one of the guys a lot of people around here are very proud of. Amani, thank you so much for your time. Appreciate it and appreciate the fact that you've dedicated yourself uh, not only on the field but to causes such as Thon. Yes, sir. Thank you, Steve. Monty Oruere, the Detroit Lions, will come back with more in a moment. Brought to you by Brewers Outlet on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Party time, game time, or just fun time. Doesn't matter what time it is because it's Brewers Outlet time. The Beverage Supermarket has the area's largest beer selection. Imports, microbrews, ciders, and domestics. Pick from over 100 ice-cold 12-packs and dozens of 24-ounce singles. Soda, snacks, hot sauces, fresh roasted peanuts. Make it one-stop party shopping and don't forget the pickle bar. So whatever you're celebrating or just doing it up, Brewers Outlet Reagan Street Sunbury wants to see you. And thank you for your years of patronage. Great to have you with us on the show today. You know, it's interesting that when, I mean, more often than not, uh, personnel are brought in to run situations that were successful someplace else and they end up going someplace. James Franklin obviously grew up in Pennsylvania, but you know, uh, is um, is now in what, his seventh season as a head football coach at Penn State. And, you know, and so he understands how everything works here. Now it takes time. It always takes any time to do that. The difference between somebody that is a graduate of someplace as opposed to somebody who comes into it. We talked about that learning curve, which James has done so well. But what you do is it you sell the place, as opposed to somebody, and you know, I'm obviously that category, you end up sharing your experience of what it means to you. Last night in the postgame, Dick Girardi and I had a chance to talk with John Hara. And John has thrown his heart and soul into this thing. And I only asked him was a simple question, and it was, you're one of the leaders on this team. You have a quick turnaround to Iowa on Sunday. What do you tell your team? I, You know what I've been telling them, Steve, and... I uh, I worked out three hours before the game, as I always do, with Bo Wagner, one of my best friends. He's a J- GA on the team. And I just start, like, tearing up on the court. I love this place, Steve. Yeah. No one can take that away from me. Yeah. So I, I keep telling them how much I love them, how much I love this place. No one's going to take that away from me. And as long as we love each we loved each other tonight. There's no doubt about it. The energy, we all... We had 16 guys balled in. It didn't matter. We lost the game, but that means so much to me. And I'm just going out, out this year with a lot of love, no matter what, win or lose. I'm, I'm going to love these guys up. Now, if you're an alumnus of Penn State, you can relate exactly to what he is talking about. And believe me, if you're an alumnus of Penn State, that pulls at the old heartstrings. That in an era where you hear so much about uh, Jalen Johnson at Duke opting out because, look, his draft stock was dropping. 
the more he played. <laughs> but he opted out of Duke. When you hear about, you know, college athletes should be paid uh, and so forth. And then you get a guy like this who comes out and says, look, I just love this place, that it means that much to him. That pulls at the old heartstrings of those who are alums, who understand the experience, who don't have to be sold on the experience because they shared it. That was uh, quite a moment last night when he did that and talked about that. The guy's warming up in the South Gym, and what you know, and he's tearing up because the thing means so much to him. Just thought it was, it was not the answer I expected last night. I mean, last time I saw that reaction, you know, I you know, I asked the suit, "What's it like being in the station?" He started tearing up. <laughs> Got all choked up, couldn't talk. Said he felt like he was at the Indy 500. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> but I mean, but that's that's something that you're somebody. If you're somebody that went to Penn State and you hear an athlete talk like that, you are speaking to people who feel the same way you do. Just by seeing him play all season, Steve, I actually wasn't surprised by what he said. Because you can see that in, in every time that he plays. He may not be the best offensive player, but he is like the energizer bunny of this team. Well, this is the way he's always played. Now, John's always, like anybody, he's always been a work in progress. Okay. And he's put it all together this year. And it's through hard work and dedication and commitment that he's been able to do that. Last night when the game was over, uh, you don't go through the line anymore. Everybody kind of waves at each other, and then they part ways. Now, the coaches usually meet and exchange pleasantries at the end. And Jim was near Chris Holtman last night, as was Ross Condon. And all of a sudden, I saw Ross. John was the last person at the tunnel. He was waiting for his teammates to go through, much like you'd see a hockey captain at the end of a period. He's always the person out there that's fist-pumping guys. They go, and he's the last one to go in. John's doing the same thing. And all of a sudden, I see Ross yelling for John to come out. And Chris Holtman met him at the baseline. And Holtman just basically wanted to tell him, hey, look, you know, how much he respects, how hard he works all the time. You know, and from a coach's point of view, that's what they're looking for. They're looking for guys that work hard or smart. And by the way, you know, doesn't hurt if they have great athleticism, too. <laughs> but... That is, I mean, I thought that was quite a tribute last night that an opposing coach would do that. That tells you what other people in the league think about him. He may not be Luca Garza. 
whom he's going to see face-to-face on Sunday. He may not be Io DeSumo, who are great talents in their own right. But boy, John Hara is a guy. To me, the greatest athletes that I admire are the ones that don't take their talent for granted. They give it everything they have all the time. I just thought that was a statement that for Penn State fans, Penn State alums, knocked it out of the park for them. The King in the Next Half Hour brought to you by our good friends at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury. The Beverage Supermarket. Imports, domestics, microbrews, best selection of beer anywhere. Wine cooler, water, soft drinks, snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. And the pickle bar led by the barrels and the dills, indeed, second to none. And also six great flavors of slushies. All, by the way, at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury. The Beverage Supermarket. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. Ford Lincoln Kia Hyundai, great new inventory, fabulous pre-owned inventory. Check it all out at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. By the way, Deshaun, uh, Deshaun Jackson, Deshaun Jackson being released by the Philadelphia Eagles. He That's is, no surprise. As Dick Girardi would say, gone. <laughs> we'll allow you to introduce our next guest, who is fabulous. Well, he is fellow Yankee fan, ready for spring training as pitchers and catchers have reported, the King. I am psyched. And the Yard Goats are going to be playing in Hartford this year. It's a good deal. I'm going, even if I'm one of the ten. I'm going. <laughs> hey, we have a, a, uh, a, um, boy, how about Ted Cruz, huh? What a moron. Anyway, where, one of our game, Baylor, is canceled. That just got postponed? Yep. Postponed. I think it's a weather issue now. It was COVID. I think now it's a weather issue. Yeah, more than likely it's weather. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Are they playing at? Yeah, at Baylor. Yeah, it's at Baylor. No question. Yeah. And believe me, I've I've been to Waco, and there's nothing to stop the weather from moving in there. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's uh, Chip and Joanna's. That is right. 
stomping grounds. Yep. So well, you get you get to the top of that stadium out there. You look out and you know what your view is. New Mexico. All right. Really? Isn't that <laughs> Just, where that crazy guy was? That uh. Yeah. Remember years yeah, the, ago? It was before yeah, you met. Compound. The compound. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was yeah, wild. The Davidian, the Davidian branch compound. Yeah, and who's the attorney general? The woman. Oh, uh, God, check glasses. What was her? Janet Reno. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Oh no, I also remember who the FBI director was too. Yeah. Oh, the, the good FBI old day. director. Anyway, very, I think they've got no, so much not, better. No, the, the FBI director, very familiar to Penn State fans. Uh, we'll leave it at that. Oh, same guy, huh? Same guy. Well, I'll pick another game. I'll I'll, I'll get another game in there for to replace yeah, Oklahoma State. Yeah, I've got the thing right on here now. Um, there's really no, not a lot of top twenty matchups. Um, of course, are they really top? 20? How about Oklahoma at Iowa State? All right, sure. Yeah. Okay. So we still got Oklahoma in there, just a different so Oak. Yeah, Iowa State. Kind of a slow sports week, huh? How's Penn State wrestling doing? Undefeated. Wrestle tonight, 7 o'clock, Big Ten Network at Ohio State. They are 4-0 and in the season. I am watching that. I've been watching the wrestling. Watching them. Well, um, 7, o'clock, 7 o'clock tonight, BTN. Iowa's really good this year, huh? Iowa's good, Penn State's good, Michigan's good. Uh, yeah, Michigan, obviously, I watched uh, Michigan beat Ohio State by one, yeah. two points, I think. Yep, and um, Penn State just went into Ann Arbor and beat Michigan last week. Really? Really? Mm-hmm. Cool. Because yeah. of all things, I get the Big Ten Network. <laughs> they're, they're taking away every channel left and right, but I, I get the Big Ten Network. So I've don't, been watching the wrestling. That's really don't good. Don't throw stuff at wrestling. the screen during Big the documentaries when I'm on, all right? Huh? I said, don't You're throw on stuff the Big at the Ten screen. Network? Oh, if there's, you, you <laughs> name the documentary, Matt. You name the documentary <laughs> exactly. around the thing. Like, unbelievable. Oh, so let me know when you're going to be on. I'll tape oh it. Oh, my God. I'm kind of busy. I, you're just going to have to check your huh? local listings. You're going to have to check your local listings because I don't know. <laughs> I've done a well, whole bunch I, of these I figured it would be easier to ask you because you're the one on it. But um, th- there won't be a local listing here in Connecticut. So. Right. Okay. Um, it just you know, to, send I'd me an email sometime. Let me know when you're on. I'll tape it. Because so, sure. you might be on during during the day. So. I might be on during Big Brother. <laughs> you, know, you can forget that. I'll tape you. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know. At that point, I'm not the choice. Ah. <laughs> Boring. <laughs> no, it would be it would be so exciting to watch you out there. You know, Matt, I was flipping through. This is years ago. Okay. I'm flipping through the TV, and I think I lived in East Windsor, Connecticut at the time. Well, I had to have because I lived there 28 years. And I get that I think it was PBS, or not PBS, maybe C-SPAN. And I hear this voice, and I say, God, that's like my brother. And 
I walk in the room and he's moderating a debate or a presidential something. What was that? A senatorial <laughs> thing for Pennsylvania? It was a gubernatorial debate. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, are you kidding me? I know you dove it into that. It was C-SPAN, wasn't it? Uh, it was uh, it was WPSU TV and C-SPAN picked it up. That was pretty cool. You did a good job. I mean, it had nothing to do with sports, so it was kind of different. You're kind of stunned I knew something, huh? (laughs) I was ready for you to make a crowd noise or something. Do you remember Remember how I used to do that? Well, I had to remain neutral, so I couldn't. I couldn't cheer all the uh, all the great answers. That was good. You did a really good job. How about that? Appreciate that. Yeah. That you should do long. more of that. How long ago was that? That was probably twenty years ago. Twenty years ago, and should I do more of it? Uh, the more games I do, the happier I am in life. <laughs> okay, I'll leave that. Okay, <laughs> that's how I look at the business now. The more games I do, the happier I am in life. We'll take well, a you break. Know what? I think we're on the other side of this pandemic. I think that uh, I. I don't know. I mean, they all say the science. I think we're on the other side of it, and we're going to have by midsummer pretty good uh, gay crowds, and uh, we'll be back to business in the fall. I hope you're right. Well, I was, think so. All the numbers came, are going down all around the country. You know, this came out. Which this means, came out today. This came out today. Johns Hopkins doctor. Okay, not exactly a bush league hospital. John Hopkins doctor predicts COVID will be mostly gone by April. He says we are on the road at the moment to herd immunity. Now I don't blame, and I don't, I don't blame the president, by the way, for saying, "Hey, by Christmas, we'll let whatever." Because I think, of course, you know, if you if if you lowball expectations and it turns out better, then okay, you know. So I mean, that's that's perfectly fine. But I just thought this was interesting that he said this, that between the people have had it, the people are getting vaccinated, uh, and those that are staying away because of uh, distancing from the suit, it's worked out perfectly. All right, we'll come back. (laughs) What? We'll come back with more in a moment here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Time now for some hoops picks. All right, that is right. We'll start with the SEC. Number 19, Tennessee hosting UK. Steve, we'll start with you. Well, Kentucky, which is what now, 7 and 13? Something like that. Has now won two in a row against Auburn and Vanderbilt. Their fan base now thinks they're in. They're going to lose to Tennessee. (laughs) Listen, I love UK. I love my man, John Calipari, the Clarion University grad. But this team stinks, Tennessee. King. I despise John Calipari. (laughs) And I saw him in the back of UMass. This guy's full of crap. Um, Anyway. I've said that for years on your station. Yes, you have. I forgot. So, Tennessee, yeah. clean sweep with the Vols. Tennessee. He could be number one in the country, and I wouldn't pick him. 
No, they screwed that freshman thing up big time. Now look what happened to Duke, you know? Yeah, they're picking all the best players in the country and letting them take canoeing classes and first aid, all classes I took <laughs> at Mitchell College. <laughs> the only thing I graduated with. And then they go pro. And that's not fair. So, anyway, it's not working for them anymore. Oh, well. My senior year at Clarion, that was the uh, 40-0 year. But anyway, next one. Number 10, Nova, hosting UConn. King. No question. My UConn Huskies, my hometown team, I live on their doorstep. I could walk to Gamble Pavilion, although they're playing at Villanova. Um, UConn. UConn's really good this year, guys, and they got their best player back. He's been out. So. Steve? My old friend Kevin Freeman's one of your assistant coaches. Yep. Uh... I'm still going to pick Villanova. I'm going Nova as well. I think they bounce back. Next one. Big one in the Big 12 again. A couple big ones in the Big 12. We'll start with number 15, Texas Tech at number 23, Kansas. Steve. Should be a heck of a game. Uh, I'm going to go I'm going to go with Kansas in this one, even though it's not a great matchup for them. King? I got Texas Tech. I Kansas coach said cheater. <laughs> <laughs> so we're picking today based on if coaches we hate. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's a total personal thing with me. <laughs> oh, jeez. I'm going with Texas Tech, too. I don't trust Kansas one bit. Next one. Actually, this is another Big 12 matchup, so we got three in the Big 12 this weekend. Number 13, WVU at the Texas Longhorns. King. Oh, boy. I hate to be so nice. I can't never, ever pick West Virginia. Texas. <laughs> oh, I love your logic sometimes. King, or Steve. I think Texas is better, so I'll pick them. <laughs> I am also going with the Longhorns. Logic. I just think they have better depth right now. All right. Queen sleep, clean sweep of the Longhorns. Next one. We'll stay in the Big 12. Number 9, OU at Iowa State. Our late game we just switched because there's no Baylor game this weekend. King? Um, Iowa State. Ooh, okay. I love them. <laughs> I, You know, if we're going to talk about teams that we hate, Iowa State <laughs> is that for me. Because okay. every year they would screw up my bracket. One year I would I wouldn't pick them, and then they would make a deep run. Then the next year I did pick them, and then they stunk and lost in the first round. Can't stand them. I'm going. Very with, true. But I am picking because Oklahoma is a better team, and I will take the Sooners, not because I hate Iowa State. Steve, <laughs> uh, let me do this as a visual. Iowa State is a grape. <laughs> Oklahoma is a steamroller. <laughs> they will win this game by 20 points. Now just I just want to point out. Have, have you have you watched Have you watched Iowa State play? I haven't this year. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> they have no shot in this game. Okay, I, we're going back to last week. I was about okay. to say I believe I, I know it. What, and you could pretty much quote what you just I know, said I know about, I said about Illinois, Illinois and Nebraska. Yep. I know what I said. Illinois will win this game by 20 points. I watched the game. Nebraska should have won the game. Yeah, no, they fouled up. They didn't know how to win. 
how they outplayed Illinois. Oh, no, it was they nine outplayed to nothing them, in the they, first minute. Yeah, they were blowing no, they Illinois they, off the court. And well, I'm I sitting there, where's this 20-point win coming from? Oh, I know. So and, but, I am but very confident was, right now that Iowa State's going to win. They're going to get crushed. So was <laughs> <laughs> Nebraska. They lost in overtime. Oh, I know they did. I watched the game because I was yeah, so scouting for the next game. It was a good game. So, I get to look up the over under on this. Remember? <laughs> the what? Uh, hello? Yeah. What? <laughs> what's what's the what's the next game? All right, the next game is number five, Illinois. Speaking of the Illini, at Minnesota. Steve. Minnesota. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right, we got the king in there, Steve. Uh, first of all, the matchup inside between Coburn and Robbins is a good matchup. See, I have the Minnesota's the one team I haven't really looked a lot at yet because Penn State doesn't play them for another ten days. Uh, but I know Robbins is really good. Coburn obviously is. Marcus Carr, who is very good, uh, maybe too left-hand centric, uh, but still, I still think that there are more players that Illinois has. And Tasumu, when he wants to take over the game, just takes over. A memo to the teams, Io likes to go right, Io drives. And Io's going to the NBA. So we got the Illini then. Yes. All right. I am going to go with Minnesota here. A little concerned about last week with Nebraska. Minnesota's a good team. I love Marcus Carr too. So I'm going to I'm going to go with the Golden Gophers here in the upset. This is my upset of the week. And then finally in the ACC, number seven, Virginia at aforementioned Duke King. I like Virginia. I like Virginia outright. Steve. Well, I, thought that, I thought that's what we were picking. <laughs> it was outright. <laughs> it's interesting how uh, Jalen Johnson left Duke. He opted out. Now, as Jalen Johnson, he went from the starting lineup as a one and done. Then he started coming off the bench and getting fewer minutes and getting fewer minutes. And then the last game out against NC State, he had eight minutes. He then opted out because guess what? With each game, his draft stock was going down. And to quote, and to quote uh, Jim Beheim, he says, "Duke is better because of subtraction." Uh, I still, with all that, well, it's going to be a slow game, low-scoring game, which gives Duke a shot. But I'll say Virginia only because it's home. All what right, there you have Duke? it. Huh? <laughs> What happened to Duke? How come they're so bad this year? What happened to Duke is 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 sometimes you get into a one and done mode, but you got to hit on all of them, Kev, and, and to make it work. And you notice in the one and done era, Duke's won one, Kentucky's won one. Nobody else has. It's all been older right. teams that have been winning. And I think you know, and, and it's it's something where you got to find a delicate balance between having that great player that's the one and done who's talented, but at the same time you got to have some older players that that really steady the ship. And Duke doesn't have enough of those guys. Are you surprised that Chersky did this? 
started going with, you know, the best freshman he could find, and it was okay with him that they would leave? Oh, a little bit, except I thought he felt, he probably felt it was the best way to compete to try and win it. Yeah, but they were always good. Yeah, and I... I, I think now what you're seeing with, like, let's just take Kentucky for a moment. You notice in Kentucky what he has now been doing. Uh, Nate Sestina from Bucknell came in last year as an older player and was a pivotal player for them. They get Olivier Saar to transfer from Wake Forest into Kentucky. He's been getting some transfers that are older to go with his younger players because I think even he realizes that I can't just keep running kids out there. It, it's... Because the toughest part, and this is where I do give Calipari credit, the toughest part is convincing them to A, play in a team concept, and B, to play defense. Right. By the way, Steve, you did win last week. You were you went 5-1, and one. King and I went 4-2. and two. So we'll see what happens this week. I went 4-2. I almost went 5-1. and one. Well, so no, we're just saying that I probably was 4.5 to 1.5 because <laughs> even though Illinois won, I said they'd kill him. <laughs> I'm only pulling the streak. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen in these games, and these kids are all really good. So. My issue, my issue with Illinois last week was going in was the motivation of it. In other words, yeah, oh, and Nebraska yeah, gotta... came out nine to nothing, and you know Illinois was playing from behind pretty much the whole game. So, I mean, the end hats of the game for winning on the road and and coming back. So. The end of the game, though, regulation. Illinois has a uh, Nebraska has a chance to win. I never got a shot up, and that's like that's the sign. It just you're not quite there. Right. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years.